Welcome to the weekend edition, and not only is it that, this is the 500th podcast that we've posted. That's a congratulations to you, Kelly. Not really. Nah, I, this is your baby. Well, I don't do much with it anymore, but I do ch- I do watch it like a hawk, though, to see how it's doing. It's really grown. I mean, there's been times where I've been shocked at how many downloads it gets. So I, I everyone who downloaded, downloads it, thank you. Yeah, this is, uh, honestly, this I think this is such an easy way for people to check out the show. There, there's no better feeling than when someone's like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to you guys, but you know my hours got changed at work, so now I just check out your podcast. It's such a cool feeling. And people are so busy in the mornings, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. uh, obviously, we're not, but, you know, <laughs> no. like, I, my wife, you know, has to get the kids together and getting dressed and getting breakfast ready and getting in the car and... You know, by the time you get in the car, if you know, if you don't hear something, yeah. who knows? The podcast is such an easy way to download. Or people that move away, like what's his name? Um, the dude who moved to Colorado. Who- oh yeah, we we oh. I- uh, Robert, Robert, right? Yeah, Robert used to live here, and then he moved to Colorado, and he still downloads the podcast all the time. So and, it's just cool. And we got Tony who texts. Tony listens live from Florida. <laughs> That's oh you boy. Know? That's a tough one on mornings when it's twenty below zero. He's probably sitting there on the beach. Yeah, like, sipping a, a mai tai. Bunch of yahoos. But anyway, it's cool. It's, it's cool to get to number five hundred, man. Yeah. And, uh, so of course we are joined by Brian Riley this morning. Uh, Hello. Sitting over on the side there. And, uh, you know, I, I thought this would be something fun to talk about this morning because uh, I have to DJ a – they call it like a second chance prom or like an adult prom. Okay. Um, That's kind of popular lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is actually like a work Christmas party that I'm DJing uh, Saturday night tonight. And uh, so – but that's the theme. And she said that everyone's coming dressed in prom gear or prom attire from the year they went to prom. Oh, which I okay. think is I think it's going to be a blast. You're going to see some high hair in that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hope I get some 80s and 90s hair in there. That'd be fun. What That's did you to wear look. to your prom? I, I mean, the tux. I, I don't remember exactly what was in style when I was when I was that age, but yeah. I, I know it was a tux. And I know I got, like, the limo and the whole thing. Did you have that? What's the, the belt thing? Cumberbund. Yeah, did you have a Cumberbund? No. I don't think so. I think those were already out of style by the time I was uh, a senior. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't really remember all that well. Like, I, I think tails were already out of style. I couldn't get a cummerbund. I tried getting one, and then my date was like, you're not wearing one. I was like, why not? They were like, because it looks stupid. I was like, no. Be you your know, own man. Yeah. Well, she ended up getting a spray tan the day before and then looked orange, so talk about looking stupid. Well, oh, man, I remember kids doing oh. that, getting all tanned up for prom. Yikes. <laughs> and then we, I, I remember my first prom that I went to. My mom got us a hotel room for afterwards. Like, you know, we we're a bunch of 16-year-old kids hanging <laughs> out. again, sir? My mom got us a hotel room for after the prom. Like, Jeez. play that music bed. Whatever one the... the, oh, the well, it'll, be too, it'll probably be too loud on the podcast. But, yeah, it was kind of... Uh... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that was a wild one there. I think she bought me beer too. Wow! Yes, yeah, look, man, the rules were pretty fast and loose. I think it was I mean, cold spring. I feel like there should be a counselor she here. Just, she just took it from her fridge. She was like, "Here, you have these ones. They're spoiled." <laughs> I remember too. It was like a it was ah, whatever. It was, look, it's in the past, guys. It's in the past. Yeah. Well, but here I am dealing with the remains. <laughs> I'm not even gonna put my girlfriend's name at the time out there like that. No, oh, that sounds like no. a good prom. It was. It was a fun prom. Was it just I, for you two? It ended up being just us. <laughs> this is perverse, dude. You know what's really crazy? I don't even want to say this. I was only three years older than my daughter is now. 
That's what I'm saying. Your daughter's I, getting to the age where these dances and stuff. But they don't do them like they used to. Like it's like I I used to I used to DJ a lot of school dances and I barely do it. Like I don't ever see any DJs doing them anymore. I've seen a lot of people doing like winter formals. Yeah. And last like year that. I DJed a winter formal. That yeah. was a lot of fun. And I've noticed that young girls are wearing you know me. I'm a uh Expert fashionista when it comes to shoe wear, I've noticed a lot of girls are no longer wearing like high heels, they're wearing more tennis shoes, like yeah. Air yeah. Force Ones, like specific Air Force Ones for that. The thing is, this though, if I ever get contracted or booked to do a, a school dance, it's got to be two hours of dance time, and that's it because the kids only want to hear one minute of every song. So mm -hmm. it's like you would have to burn through a thousand songs if you do a four hour dance. So it's like it's got to be quick, man. It's, it's a different world out there, and plus, I'll be honest, I'm probably getting too old to do these dances. Now I'm, I'm aging out. <laughs> as a DJ for a high school prom. Yes. How many slow songs are you playing? Because you got to leave room for the, the you know, I, I the do, Jesus. In I there. do two slow songs every half hour. Okay. To to break up the monotony a little bit. Now, how do you do? You always do you get uh, hello? No, jeez, dude, these are, these are school age kids. Well, what do you say? Hey, kids, no, grab like, that one you like. No, I'm like, all right, we're gonna slow it down a little bit okay. right now. Uh, you know, we'll get right back to the dancing here in a minute. But this is for you know. You, all you couples out there. All you couples out there. Do you ever get offended as the DJ if people aren't dancing to like a song that you think they should be dancing to? No, like, but I take it extremely personal. Like I, I take it 100% personal. And it's funny, I was just talking to a DJ last night. And it's like, if you, because here's the thing people are paying a lot of money out of their, especially at a wedding, people are paying you a ton of money out of their own pocket to have you there. And if no one's dancing, it's the worst. It, like I, my anxiety will peak at that oof. moment. And I start throwing everything at him. Even the Bruno Mars that I would normally save for later. <laughs> yeah, you empty out the chamber early. That's right, and then and then you're stuck for the rest of the night with nothing good to play because you played it all already. Now, have you ever been to a place where they just didn't dance all day? Oh God, yeah. yeah. I call those a death march. Like it's just time goes by. Every minute feels like an hour and a half. It's do you know, minute. like when you go into a wedding or an event, like do you go in going, this one's gonna stink? Oh, 100%. So, like, you know from the get-go what type of... And you know when it's going to be a banger. Like, I've DJed weddings that I didn't want them to end. They were so fun. And usually that's the ones where they're having beers, like, during the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> the ceremony, we go down here, like, you hear beer cans <laughs> opening and stuff. Damn it, Carl! <laughs> like, you know that's going to be a banger. Oof. But, yeah, so anyway, so that second chance prom should be cool. What about you guys with prom? Yeah, I remember my... So, my junior year prom... Uh, I never got. I never had to do the whole like get creative and ask someone. Like yeah. that was the big thing. Get creative. That was more like you're going with this person because we all had a group of friends that we were going. Right. I had Air Force Ones my junior year. Okay. That was a good trend. My girl, my uh, date was looking like an Oompa Loompa because she was orange and then had a green dress. Fake tan or what? Oh yeah, sprayed okay. literally sprayed it the day before. Oh, that's right. You just told us that. Yeah. And then well, my, yeah, I just got here. <laughs> and then my senior year, I had a gray tux. I went, I went gray, and that nice. was a, that was a solid slick Classic, look. Yeah, yeah, it's a good choice. I didn't go. I, I didn't think that you would. <laughs> I didn't go. I, I, honestly, because I wasn't good with ladies. Right. I'm not gonna. Sh I went to one dance. What was where it? Like I, homecoming or something? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Where that's I showed a up more laid back. I was there for about eight minutes, and I said, "This sucks." I had my dad's tie on and everything. <laughs> oh, poor, yeah. poor Matt. It, it just it wasn't my scene, but I would go to the parties afterwards. Yeah. Where, you know, we had a couple streets over from me. This mom let her kids, her kid, her daughter, throw just raging parties. Really? I mean, there would be 200 cars parked outside Very the house. Sweet. And people would be out in the streets and everything. That doesn't even sound fun. <laughs> it, it was weird because it was like down this, it was a cul-de-sac and you went down and then the street like dropped off pretty steeply into the, into the cul-de-sac. 
So, like, you, everything could stay down there. Yeah. And, like, the neighbors didn't mind it, at least down there in the cul-de-sac. But the problem is they spilled out into, like, the golf course and stuff. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, in our neighborhood, if you went on the golf course, cops got called right away. I bet. God dang, you grew up in such a nice neighborhood. They were pretty cool <laughs> with you if you wanted to have parties and stuff. like. But that was the house to throw that party at. And, I mean, it was... Though, there was stuff, much like your mom setting you up with stuff. Yeah. It was creepy. The but fact my, that this mom was just cool with everyone just showing up there and doing things. Mine feel your feels entitled. Mine feels like white trash. Yeah. <laughs> what hotel were you at? A Motel 6? <laughs> it was like a Best Western. <laughs> it had a pool, though. It yeah. did. You it pulled had a right pool. up to the room. <laughs> got out. <laughs> He's got, like, that big old, like, wooden big block. two by four up. <laughs> just to make sure no one stole it type of thing. No, but it was it was like a cheap Best Western in Fridley, Minnesota. But I hope my kids do the high school experience of that because it, I, I think it's important. It is. Somebody I just showed you the other day, somebody I went to high school with on Facebook has been posting videos that they took of like my prom, the senior banquet, and just seeing all that stuff, it's like, wow. Seeing Kelly in the background just coming <laughs> through, I was like, wow. Well, because you think, like, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you assume that you kind of still look like you used to look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you see something like that, you're like, nope, not even close. You grew into your teeth, which was nice. Yeah. yeah teeth, man. <laughs> I had some dry teeth back in the day, man. I could not close my mouth to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus, I think I had braces on for like four years, man. Like they were on they forever. Pay, they paid off because you do have a really good set of teeth. Yeah, I, I tell you, man, that's the one thing I will spend any amount of money on for my kids is braces. You got it. Good teeth is your ticket to a lot of things, man. Yeah. yeah. Bad teeth, people notice it right away. It's tough. And, I, and I'm fortunate that that we can do this because a lot yeah. of people, you know, it's it's expensive as hell. It is, man. And like my, my son is going to need. He's got teeth going in at like all sorts of angles. Oof. That kid is going to cost me a great. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, like my bro my oldest brother Michael, he his braces were so old school. He had the headgear and everything. Oof. That that was a tough beat for a kid and back in the remember day. Remember the back in the day you used to, have to wear like a retainer overnight and stuff. That, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. well, yeah, you still have to. Like no, I, do you? Because they glued mine in. Right. I have that too. I have the glued in retainer. Yours is still in? Yeah, I, they said as long as it doesn't bother you, leave it in. Mine got bop. Mine got knocked out in a fight. I got yeah, punched uh, in the chin really hard in it. I was like, Jeez. ugh. It was it like sticking out. Because only like half of the concrete popped. And so it was like sticking oh, out. ouch. And so I had to go in with like wire, like uh, like pliers and yank it Jeez, out. Jeez, dude. Yeah. That I'm, was, I'm that so was happy rough. I never had braces. You didn't? Never had them once. Dang, you got good teeth, too. Dang. I, I never had braces. But I didn't lose my first tooth until like first grade, maybe second grade. <laughs> That sounds about right. Like a long time. I, and then, like, I started losing. And then I would just start yanking them. And then, they, like, as soon as it was loose, I'd play with them. And then, like, of course. Hot Wheels I want. I'm like, yank this the, bad boy out. You do the tongue and do yep. the wiggle on we there. We took one family photo. Like, I can only remember us doing one family portrait. I had both front teeth missing and a bottom, like, missing. And I was cheesing. Grinned yeah. ear to ear. <laughs> My mom's like, of course, the one time you actually smile with your teeth. You, you got none. <laughs> you like a any. hockey like, player. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. My wife has phenomenal teeth, and she never had braces either. Some people just get, but my kids got my teeth, man. I had buck teeth like you wouldn't <laughs> believe. I, I I love looking back on the pictures with my kids when they're missing teeth. Oh, yeah. That, that, that is like the one thing that makes you look like such an innocent little kid is yeah, just missing yeah. teeth. Yeah. Oh, man. Until you get them knocked out in a, when you're old. Like my brother, I told you guys, he killed one of his teeth in high school. Oh, yeah. Also, it was gray? It, it, yeah, it was like black. Mm. And they told him, like, well, we can replace this, but you're still wrestling. And, you know, chances are you can do it again. So he kept that dead tooth all wrestling season. And Jeez. he wouldn't smile. I'd be like, hey, say cheese.
He didn't like it. He, he, he was really, he hated it. He must have had a nickname then on the wrestling team with a tooth like that. Well, his nickname was always Little Wood. He was always known as Little Wood. Oh, damn. Well, because he came out at right. Right. Oh, Which, dang it. When we got to college, if he got a couple beers in him, he was more than willing to prove. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, it's a Wendy's. It's all a lie. Yeah. No. Oh, man, that's another thing from high school. Like, did you guys have a restaurant that you would, like, everyone would kick it at when you were in high school? Ours was a gas station. Okay. There was a, it was called uh, Fitzgerald's. And, and that's where everyone would hang out? You knew you drove by every Friday night or whatever. If if people were still looking for something to do, they all went to Fitz and hung out. Like in the movies? Like everyone hung out in the cars and like just... Yeah. It, my high school was very car-centric. Like what you drove... Because you guys were all rich. Well, and that's what sucked for <laughs> I me. I said that in a negative. That's, that's jealousy you hear coming out. That's not anger. Well, I was driving an old Buick Park Avenue, man. <laughs> Needless to say, the back doors didn't need to open because no ladies were piling in. But other kids drove, you know, Mustangs and trucks and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, it was your car was a big part of like your identity in high school. We were just, we were all about the stereo because we all had like these old, just big ghetto cars. Like Jalopies. I tell you, yeah, that 88 Caprice classic I had, man, that thing was, that thing had to be 150 feet long, man. That was the biggest car I've ever but seen. But the base of that thing. I had, I had, I think I had three earthquake 12 inch subs <laughs> in the trunk. It would take your breath. Like you couldn't breathe when the base was going. Was now my best friend drove a car. Hey, Matt, Matt, who we had on his wife with the baby. Oh, the surrogate. Yeah. Right. Well, he drove a. It was like a 1981 Crown Vic. Yes. Hell yeah. No, this car. Was <laughs> I the, love those cars. I'd buy one today. And it's it's a podcast, so I'm just gonna get, say it. It was the biggest piece of shit you ever <laughs> laid eyes on. Like the the interior of the like the roof. The lining was ripped out, <laughs> and everyone would get in and write their name that they oh, were yeah. in it. This thing, uh, and he had in humongous letters on the back window, because he liked the band Primus. He okay. was the only person he alive. He was the one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it said Primus Mobile. And in the, oh, the, dude. the hood ornament... Where like it had like the big Ford like they used to have like the big pop up logo you yeah, know they, right they would smack around and move it was spring loaded which yeah they put on there by the way so you knew where the middle of your car was right. because the car's so freaking long yeah and he ripped that off and replaced it with a bowling trophy <laughs> like this car was a cartoon hey, wait was this in your nice neighborhood. He spent the night at my house one night, and a neighbor called the cops because they thought someone abandoned a car in our neighborhood. Oh, man. And my dad was so like, no, that's this moron's car, and here comes Angus. Oh, that's mine. Well, do you want it towed? No, man. That car's bitching. Like, mm. But that thing, I drove it a couple of times. Driving cars now to back then it is insane. Oh, like yeah. Like, how, like, when you have to start to turn before yeah. you're in the intersection, because you're, like, it was almost like driving an 18-wheeler. Like, no power steering, just, yeah. No, handle thank God ran. this thing had power steering, or God help us, you wouldn't be able to move that I got boat. a, I, I inherited a car from my, I inherited, hey, that's Kayla from uh, Indie Foundation. Oh, all right. <laughs> just waving at us in the studio. Um, I inherited a car when my grandparents passed away. It was a Granada. It was like a, I don't know. Do you guys even know what a Granada no, is? No. I'm looking it up like, right now. I thought that was a war. <laughs> and, <laughs> it 
It was, uh, it was, um, it, it kind of looked like an LTD. I think it was like a stripped down LTE. Okay. And it didn't have power steering. Oh. It was a nightmare. I hated like driving. Like I just, I, I would have anxiety when it was time to go somewhere because I was like, this thing sucks. I thing- had a buddy of mine who had a car without power steering, and let me tell you. That dude could bend steel. His forearms were so strong. That's probably why we were all in such good shape back in the day, man. Everything was hard. Just driving a car without power steering, is that should be a war crime now. <laughs> I, 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 you're right. I bet you that's impossible to do. I just yeah. looked up a Granada. I'd take that car now. That thing's sweet looking. Was, well, and it was my grandparents' car, and they lived in Latimer, Iowa, and they never drove anywhere because the town was, you know, down. their town was less than a mile from their house. So they just walked. Oh, so the car. Well, the car had like not in the winter, but the car had like no miles on it whatsoever. So I, I got a sweet, and it had no rust, no miles, anything. But it also had no power steering, no power windows, no no power anything. Could you even buy a car today? Like if I went into a Ford dealership, Chevy, Kia, Subaru, whatever, and I said I want a brand new car without power windows, I don't think you could no, do it. No I chance. Bet you couldn't. I bet I bet you could get like a work van or something like that. Maybe, like but I'm strip- talking like an automobile meant so. for like a family. Nope. I, you know, think how weird that is. Like power locks. I don't. I, there's no way you could get. Well, although I take that back. My bro- well, okay, it's a 2011. My brother has a 2011 pickup truck that he got when my dad passed away, and it doesn't have power locks or power windows. But that was 2011. So yeah, that's what 12 that's, years ago. Yeah, that's a while back. But it's Some still- of these cars come with like supercomputers in them now. Yeah. I can remember I had a Buick LeSabre my brother got, and then he went to college, so I got it. And I can remember driving my buddy because he had to go get a drug test for a, uh, the job that I got him. So he brought in a fake, like, not a fake, but a, like a photocopy of his ID at the place. They were like, no, you need the real one. So he gets back in my car, punches my dashboard. <laughs> oh, what an ass. Shatters, and I go, dude, what are you doing? He goes, they wouldn't let me take it. I go, why are you breaking my car? And he goes, oh, sorry. Goes into his backpack, grabs a one of those thick graffiti black Sharpies. Why he had I have no idea. Just colored it in. He goes, it's all good. Done and done. That, Solid. It's like, I, as much as I was really proud of this car before, now I'm really proud of this car. Mm. I uh, That reminds me of that girl that I was dating who took her shoe off and beat my dash <laughs> unmerciful with her big old clog because I wouldn't <laughs> let her smoke in my car. Now, I, I need to admit something. Please. Oh in my lifetime, yes. when I was younger, I thought it was hilarious to do a barrel roll over the hood of people's cars. <laughs> oh, man. I dented probably four <laughs> hoods in my day. Now, I could put, because I tried to do like the little slide. Little Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, or the Michael J. Fox move where you just yeah. run up and slide. Well, first of all, what they don't tell you in those movies, you got rivets in the back of your jeans. <laughs> and second of all, <laughs> I was a big feller, and it would it was a bit of a struggle for me to get that high, so it would like catch my hip, and I just blah, 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 and then go falling over, and sure enough, I put a crease or two in a couple of hoods, and yeah, you, know, you have to pop it and start smacking the hood on the bottom end, and this still never laid just right. This is pretty embarrassing, but uh, and I don't know if this video exists anywhere still, but one time, me and my friends were putting together a rollerblading video. I honestly God will pay cash for it. And we were and we were like doing jumps and we were in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna Could you imagine the conversation before that? Like, hey, I've got this idea. <laughs> Blocking out the scenes. <laughs> I don't keep know. the 
camera low and it looks sweet. You met my friend Brian. <laughs> yes. He's in that video. Like we, and we were like, all right, we're going to go downtown Minneapolis and we're going to shoot a video of us rollerblading. <laughs> and so anyway, one of us had parked and I was like, all right, I'm going to jump over the hood of your car. Yeah. <laughs> and so I jump over the hood of his car and my leg gets caught underneath me oh. and I slide across the hood of his car on like a rollerblade <laughs> and just dented and creased it and scratched it and everything else. And we're like, all right, well, we're probably done filming for today. Take two. Try it again. God, I wonder if anybody has a copy of that video anywhere. I mean, it would be on VHS somewhere. I honest to God, I'm being dead serious. I would pay cash for that video. Not much. No, it's not worth much. The Tony Hawk of rollerblades, Kelly Jordan. Good Lord. Oh, I totally forgot all about that video until you talked about jumping on hoods. I just remember just drawing my friend's hood on his car. There is a video, and again, I, I don't know who has it, and maybe it's gone forever, but we had a dance party when I was a younger child, and it's like me and my cousins, and we're dancing, and I'm in the background, and I have like a Oxford shirt in between my legs, and I'm doing the old, <laughs> you know, like you're cleaning like your floss. The floss. Yeah. yeah, the original floss. And I'm just back on my floss. <laughs> my mom's like, Matt, stop. I'm like, I can't. The beats got me. The rhythm got me. Yeah, it's all my cousins are like, you know, doing like a nice dance. And I'm just behind, just X-rated. <laughs> just perverted. And needless to say, my parents probably should have known then and there that I, there was a, a future in front of me. It wasn't the future they wanted. Dang it. I wish that it was, I wish back then was like now where everything was just on our phones and in the cloud. And you could just show it. So we could find these videos. But at the same time, you're probably like, I'm, yeah. I'm happy it's on VHS. As cringe as they are, it would be hilarious to see. There's some of them that shouldn't see the light of no. day. But I remember my grandpa bought a video camera back when I was like 10 or something like that. And yeah. I made video after video after video. And I wish I could see some of those. It's funny. Like, I remember my dad had a, the boombox, like the old cassette tape. Yeah. Player, and you could record on them. Oh, yeah. And I, I think it was like a Steely Dan tape or something like that. And he used to have this all lined up in his station wagon. And he put it in one day. And it was me faking like I was on the radio. Like with that. Because I was like, hey, it's Brian. This song is great. <laughs> like I cut it off. And I go back on there. And my dad's just like, you ruined my tape. Like didn't even, it wasn't even like, that's cool. You did that. He was just like, you ruined my tape. I see a future for you yeah. doing this. It's like, you idiots. Now I can't listen to Steely Dan on my way to work. Remember taping over VHSs? Yep. Oh, the yeah. old, you know, you never knew when it was going to start and stop. And there's an episode of, you know, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Followed by Monster Truck. <laughs> I still have a lot of those tapes. I like, I don't have a VCR, obviously, but I love watching them. Not for the show, whatever I recorded, but for the commercials that I would catch. Yeah. You know, if you didn't set the timer right or if you get to, forgot to hit pause when you were recording. I love seeing those old commercials. That's actually a thing people are doing now. Like, is like if you go on YouTube, there's tons of, like, 90s and 80s compilations of old commercials. It's super relaxing to go watch, man. It just it reminds you of a simpler time, so I wish I still had that. The story. only time you actually want to watch commercials. Like, yeah. you, you always try to right. skip by them, and Kelly's over here watching them. Well, because it just brings back some yeah. great, like, the old G.I. Joe commercials or even old restaurant commercials that don't even exist anymore. Speaking of, I don't know who wrote it, but I have added to my list of people to kill <laughs> the person who wrote that new burger king whopper oh yeah ad. that's like a that's like a viral the whopper 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 yes. whopper single double triple <laughs> wa i because it's the first commercial in every single commercial break when it comes to sports now oh, i'm yeah. telling you if you're hearing this i have no skills <laughs> But I will find you, and I will kill you, because I that song, uh, and like I can see it coming too, and I'm like reaching for the remote. I'm like, someone mute it, whopper, whopper. No, you know what that reminds me of? I, have you guys heard that commercial? We buy any cars.com. We buy any cars.com. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my God, when that commercial comes on, and then I find myself singing it the rest of the day. We buy any car. Remember the old car, the commercial on radio? Cars uh, and credit. Cars for kids. Oh, yeah. K A R. No, don't do it. Cars for kids. We. I was on the bus one day, and one kid started singing it, and the entire bus sang it together, and I was like, this. Place is hell. This is what hell is like. That should have been a. F- they should have just started fighting that kid. <laughs> there's there's some great jingles. Like, we have some great jingles on our radio station. Uh, what's the one that? Oh, Gilk. Because because yeah. you and I both got new furnaces from Gilk, mm-hmm. and so I, I found myself like singing their jingle constantly. It's it's weird. I'll get stuck in it. it I mean, works. that's what it's supposed to do, right? The Bradshaw and Brian. I always the oh, Bradshaw yeah. and Brian. <laughs> if you listen to this week, we did those commercial tunes. Oh yeah. What was that on uh, Thursday? Yeah. And sure enough. Big Red. Yeah, the Big Red one I knew instantly. But yeah. I, I, didn't, I couldn't figure out the, the other one. There's though. the one that's not really a jingle, but everybody knows where Shane Company is. Like, oh, if you yeah. ever needed to go to Shane Company, you could be like, I know the exact yeah. address. Or J.G. Wentworth. Oh, yeah. 877-CASH-NOW. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, if I went to jail and had to call someone, like, without knowing their number, I could call my wife and J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> How about this one? Do you guys know this one? 1-800-588-2300. Empire. Today. <laughs> I don't know what they are. They're like a carpet flooring company. Great. Hey, can you call my wife? I'm in jail. <laughs> the only phone number I know. But that uh, one, I remember that one from like a kid, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, the power of advertising. Yeah, Radio works. works, man. It does work. So if you want to advertise, <laughs> call us up. Uh, I don't know. We're at about 24 minutes. Should we shut her down? I think we should. I found out okay. I didn't go to prom. And... Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> I, I feel bad. Dented a lot of hoods of cars. Yeah. Kelly was a rollerblading menace. It happened. We got to get this podcast dialed in better, though, for the weekend. <laughs> I feel like we just sit around and BS. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're recording. But I don't, like, it's it's fun because it's something that's different. Like, we're, we're so, like, t- cut neat and cut during yeah. the week. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, let loose a little bit. And Jesse, I know Jesse, listen, she was mad that we didn't do one last that's week. That's right. We didn't do one two weeks in a row. Well, yeah. we, get, we, we get lazy sometimes. We're going to, we're going to, in 2023, let's make sure we do this. Well, hey, it's number 500. Yeah, can you believe that? Hooey. High five to you, sir. Stop hands. All right. All right, well, and uh, we'll see you next weekend if this is the only podcast you listen to, or we'll see you Monday morning on the radio. But thank you so much for getting us to 500 podcasts.